Greetings, fans. This is a return edition of Shy Lounge. I am the Sensational One Shinblade. And before I get things started, uh, before I get on topic here, I have an announcement to make. Uh, from the past couple weeks, past couple months, through communication and through life, I have now a co-host. Temporary, long-term, or even a guest co-host, depending on um, how situations pan out. But she has her own brand. So I can't just have her under my umbrella totally. So while she takes a sip of her drink, um, I would like her to introduce herself. Hello, everybody. I am Mika Villas. Some of you know me, some of you do not know me, but you will hopefully all come to love me. As Shinblade said, I am here as a co-host, co-host capacity to just, you know, talk and share my opinion because I am opinionated but I like to think that I'm fair and Switzerland in those opinions so hello and thanks for the warm welcome and introduction well what is Switzerland for those who don't know <laughs> for those who don't know the country of Switzerland is neutral in most wars um, I like to try to bring fair and unbiased and balanced uh, commentary to conversations to not necessarily pick one side against the other, or if there is something that is so strongly felt, to try to get an opposite reaction that could be out there in the world, because you need a little yin and yang to balance out some of these conversations. And basically, that's why two hosts are uh, better than one, instead of me just rambling all uh, all about with subjects. Even though I feel passionate about most subjects, you always it's always better to get a second person uh, point of view, even if they agree or disagree with you. And also, right now, I'm going to address the elephant in the room, should I say large jug, because currently, right now, we're in North Carolina, uh, Winston-Salem. Right after WrestleCade 2019, and my and coincidentally, my last episode was WrestleCade 2018 with Mika Villas, uh, reviewing. Did the, I shut you down? No, no, okay. no. I Just I make sure. I thought the uh, episode was good to me to the point where uh, I was also creatively frustrated. But let's get into that. Um, before I get into it, uh, shout out to Foothills uh, Brewery and uh, Pub and. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, she's carrying a uh, Foothills Brewing uh, Growler, which is a 64-ounce chug of beer. To-go beer. For those of you not in North Carolina or those states where to-go beer is legal, this is legal, apparently. There is this huge jug, and um, there'll be pictures on social media you guys can take a look at, but it kind of reminds me of something you would think of in a... Um, down home backwater type deal like maybe somebody should be blowing on this thing playing in a a, a band made of um, oh oh a jug band yeah what, what were you th- no I was thinking about some other uh, alcohol that was served this weekend uh, by a special somebody serving moonshine let's, let's let's not talk about that because you know moonshine is legal when you buy through the proper channels there may or may not have been. Moonshine, that was not legal. We're not putting the person out there. We're not putting anybody. We're not saying anything about Moonshine. We're talking about Wonderful Brew uh, <laughs> from Foothills and a Growler. So this is amazing. This is my first to-go beer. It's 64 ounces. I am not a um, uh, a beer drinker per se, but I'm going to see how she many... She got a sample and liked it. 
I got a sample and I like the sample. <laughs> I said that's what she said, line, but we're talking about the beer. I'm gonna see how much of this I can get in me, all right? Oh that's her a lot of the bubbly. That's what it is. <laughs> uh to quote Chris Jericho, AEW, which which is awesome. Um but anyway, after the Russell K two thousand eighteen episode, I took off uh for about a year because I was creatively frustrated. Um you know, it it can be part of a confidence level of, you know, you can't do it. You know, a lot of people go with that mentally. And I'm one of those people who wants to be better than what I put out the best that I can be. Kind of like a competitive spirit, even though I'm not trying to compete with anybody. So, you know, after Mika, uh, we've been friends for about two years. Uh, met at one WrestleCade and, let you know, met up and drove uh, from Georgia to WrestleCade. And now we... Drove to WrestleCade from D.C., which is a shorter ride for some reason. Um, and, you know, she, she she has her own brand, which I like because, you know, she doesn't have to be under somebody's umbrella. She can just do her own thing. So that's why I said, you know, she may be a temporary guest, so she may have obligations. She does have her life and, you know, the Baltimore D.C. pipeline also that can separate us. But I, I would try or she would try the best to we can to bring it uh as a uh united front or should i say as a two-person podcast still under my name and blah 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 but i wanted her to be a part of it and, and who knows if she can't do it maybe i'll get some other people t- to fill in that slot um but anyway that's what happened um you know wrestlemania uh 2019 35 came by WrestleCon 2019 and I didn't go to New York. I ended up cat sitting uh, for a friend of mine and uh, had that experience. And plus our own lives uh, of what we do personally, uh, we're not going to say it takes up so much of our time. Not only that, then you want to relax, you want to Netflix. Um, it didn't after that Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, uh, whatever, just content. And after that in September uh, wrestling it's basically a wrestling show every day of the week. Wrestling is like Baskin Robbins now, 31 flavors. Uh, we have now WWE with the 10 hours that they have. Uh, we have, um, let's see, we have AEW, which started in September with their TV show Dynamite. We have uh, MLW, which I watch on Saturday nights. They, they keep moving it from Monday to Saturday nights. Uh, we have Impact Wrestling, which moved to Excess from Pop. And Twitch. In uh, in some of their events on Twitch, but they have their own uh, streaming services too, uh, Impact Plus, and also a favorite of mine. I don't know about yours, but uh, NWA Power. NWA Power is a favorite of mine. I've went to the tapings. I'm kind of upset that I won't be able to go to the next set of tapings happening in December. It's in Atlanta, and I just relocated from Atlanta. Um, talked to a couple people who. Uh, I, I'm not going to drop any names, but ask me, was I going to be there? Because they know me, um, people on the roster who may or may not speak currently. I wish you could drop names. Um, but yeah, I, I won't be able to make those tapings. But uh, that was my first studio tapings mm-hmm. for wrestling. And it was great. I liked, I liked every minute of it. Then I watched back the tapings. And it just looks great as well. So... Lots it, of wrestling every day. And it, it's also so simple because it's not like 37 high spots in one match. It's ground wrestling. Uh, they, they don't even really have music in these tapings. No music. No interest music. Uh, um, none. It's, except it's, for the intro. Yeah. You didn't even hear that. The tapings. The, the, the Into the Fire. The, the Into the Fire did not play 
uh, the beginning of the tapings, like, you know, I usually do a show opener. So the first time I heard Into the Fire is when I turned on the NWA Power, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. I wish we had heard that in studio. So maybe they'll change that, but probably not. And um, this is a very unpopular shout out, but shout out to one of um, an acquaintance of mine. I love I love him, whether I agree with his points or not. Jim Cornette, um, who recently uh, got resigned or quote unquote quote unquote resigned or let go. The, the nice word is Jim Cornette was ousted in his role from the NWA organization due to controversial um, things that he said. Not during- racist. I, I'm again. I'm, I'm keeping it straight down the middle. I'm saying that for me. I know controversial words that he spoke during his commentary on a NWA Power episode. So Jim Cornette is no longer affiliated, um, which is a decision that was made, maybe not necessarily by the company for the company, but definitely with the heavy influence of the wrestling community. Um, Internet. The wrestling internet. I I mean, listen. I've been on their good side. I've been on their bad side. Um, and I, I say I because I, I deal with various promotions and I'm a fan and a part of different um, different things, different places. But wrestling internet is a strongly opinionated group. And while traditional wrestling... Um, does not necessarily cater to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vince McMahon is famously uh, a person who will do what he wants and force feed you what he wants his product to be and make you like it. Uh, Jim Cornette is someone of that same ilk because he's run Crockett Promotions. He's run promotions before. He's run federations before. Territories, if you will. So he's of that same ilk where you don't necessarily cater to the fans. You feed them what you want. In his commentary role on NWA Power, he uses some of that, I think, same uh, mindset in his word choice, his word selection. And here we are now with him no longer affiliated with that brand. And personally, I think he's going to come back in some form of capacity uh, within running his business or touring or making something because he uh, I, I do I am subscribed to his YouTube channel as far as his podcast. And there's some things that he'll say that I don't agree with. Some things he say that I do agree with and some things I say that he'll say that I find entertaining. So he doesn't affect me any form of fashion as far as making me upset. You know, when I see him, we shake hands, we talk, we sit down and chop it up. I'm not a cult of cornet figure, so don't coin me as that because I take everybody as what they put out. Kind of like a, uh, a feeling judo or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I did want to say now that, you know, uh, there's a wrestling show every day, almost every day of the week. And, you know, uh, speaking of internet wrestling community, I get so tired of uh, the fake war of WWE versus AEW as far as the uh, fans are concerned. It's still real to them, damn it. It's not fake. Well, it's not... It's not like the real. It's not the, like the real thing. Like as in what they're what WWE and AEW are doing, taking shots at each other. That's actually true. That's actually real. Right. Um, even though WWE don't want to acknowledge it, and AEW don't want to acknowledge it, they're actually doing that. Uh, which I, I should discuss that in a further uh, episode somewhere. 
Um, but you know how some people are saying, if you watch AEW, you're not watching wrestling. You're watching WWE, you're not watching wrestling. And personally to me, I tell people this. You don't like one thing over here, you can always go somewhere else. I mean, we we all should be connected together. Uh, um, hate to sound hippie-ish, but loving each other and embracing our differences. Paul's loving each other. Embracing our differences in wrestling and whatever. You know, we don't. We don't jab each other over what we like and watch. It, it's you. You say that, and I understand what you're saying. But liking it to a sports team, people are a hundred percent behind their team. If you like the New England Patriots and Tom Brady is your man, you're not gonna go. Hey, I'm a Patriots fan through and through. But, you know, the Baltimore Ravens and that Rice guy, they're pretty cool or great or whatever. Ray Rice is no longer in football. Okay, whoever. I don't. Since 2014. I, I don't subscribe to sports ball as such. I just know a couple. What kind of ball should you subscribe to? We're talking. I'm making a point. <laughs> the point being, those fans are rabid about that particular brand that they fall into and that they embrace and that they support. So, of course, they're going to be extra passionate about that brand. They're going to say WWE is the best. They're going to say AWE, excuse me, AEW you is the best. You just plugged Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, didn't you? They have a, a show w- tonight e. as we speak. Uh-huh. Um, Go ACH. ACH, back in uh, the independent scene. But back to the point. There is not a fake war. There is a real war happening because the real war is for hearts, minds, fans, and more importantly, sponsorship dollars to fall into place for your respective brand. AWE, excuse me, WWE has been a juggernaut as far as branding goes and sponsorship is concerned. They have toy people, Mattel, Jack specific, um, video games. Everybody backing him. A-E-W is new kid on the block. They've got TNT. They've got Tony Khan money. They're reaching out to investors left and right. They want to be a player. The war is real because as a sponsor, you do have to pick and choose where you're going to spend your money. You're going to spread your money between two different wrestling promotions, both with national worldwide TV deals. Fans are not going to go at the same time if there is a pay-per-view happening for both those respective brands. You have to pick one. So the war is real. While they may not acknowledge it to the general public, there are boardroom meetings. There is somebody who has to report about this is what's happening with the other guys, and they're doing this. They're doing research on each other, reconnaissance, if you will, because of the war. To make sure that they are staying one step ahead or at least well informed of what their quote unquote enemy is up to. You're talking about the other side of the war when it comes to uh, the in, the inside front office, you know, uh, building building audiences. That part is real. I'm talking about the part where it's the IWC, which, which to me it isn't, where, where people... You know how Twitter is. They trade barbs. You like something and you get the ultimate with the curse words and everything instead of just little small stuff. So, yes, when it comes to the sponsors and everything online, uh, you can pop the pen. Uh, <laughs> the, the things uh, online, I don't believe in it. But when it comes to the inner workings of a company, yes, I do. And um, I have to say uh, that Mika's had a lot of the... Foothills uh, brewing bubbly. 
You I've know, only like, had probably about out of the sixty-four ounces. I'm not even halfway. It yet. looked like half almost. That's not half. Okay. Well, you know, AEW and AWE. Shout out to Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Um, I I want to go down there one day. My and, home promotion. Uh, I want to go down there one day and, and make my appearance. Uh, you know, just gotta email the office and make sure if it's cool. Um, not the office. Anyway, no. I want to go back to this internet wrestling community. the The whole point is you you say that you know I brought up the the front office side. Remember or, or think about this: the internet wrestling community is a group of smart fans. They are not your regular, average, everyday fans. These are people who will look and seek out ratings. Um, and see during this hour and the breakdown, they'll look and they'll do their research and they will share and tout about what's happening in their respective brands. So they're not unaware of how the wrestling business goes and they will follow suit and support that wrestling business on whatever brand that they do. So it's twofold, yes, where Financially speaking, people really in power and these different companies are looking into, you know, what's happening. But the wrestling fans, the internet wrestling community especially, will dig into your business business to support or to use, you know, WWE is down the ratings. AEW is up. They will use that to their distinct advantage when promoting and touting that their brand is better. The fans, and because of the internet, and because of the technology um, affluent age that we live in, people know things, and they're going to use that to make their points. And that's part of the good thing of the internet wrestling community. And as far as wrestling in general is concerned, a lot of people say that's a bad thing because fans are too well informed nowadays. Well, I, I'm more into the uh, part about. Uh the smarts and and when it comes to the inner workings of uh promotions you know i'm you i'm that guy who like i want to see what is presented before me and see the uh the product for what it is instead of uh if somebody is leaving in about three months three months four months you know from their contracts i'm more like i i do care as far as where i am right now but as a fan just sitting down period i'm just like um no uh, you know somebody will get pinned and you'll never see him in about three months and they'll go into another company. He's like, Oh, what are they doing over there? Instead of you suspend your disbelief. I do. I, I I love doing that. Separate your, your knowledge, your practical knowledge of yes, this person's contract is up. They're not resigning. You have all this information, but you kind of put it to the back of your mind and let it go until the next move happens. And, and by the way, you know, um, as far as suspending belief, you know, I have been with wrestlers who perform in masks and they have taken their masks off. And, you know, I kind of have this thing of not remembering. I don't want to remember them with a mask off. I want to see them with a mask on and performing, even though this is all of a, uh, a presentation. But, you know, um, and that's and, and that's just me. It, it gives me more ability to like it instead of uh, micro uh, micro uh, tearing uh, it apart. Yeah, much. tearing it apart and seeing what it is, because you know, like I said, I've been a fan of wrestling since I was a kid. Counting to the Four Horsemen days, back into the days of Randy Savage and Elizabeth back in nineteen eighty six. Um, that that's just been me. 
and you know, um, yes, now being a podcaster, I know people in the wrestling business. I know some things on the inside. I know what happens in the locker room. Not put myself as a wrestling Stephen A. Smith, but I get to the point where you know I want to stay neutral, just like you are, and just say, "Oh, this happened. Okay, I'll keep that for my knowledge." And you know, I we have had conversations with wrestlers to the point where. It could tear them apart if we let the information go, let alone some other people in the podcasting or media business. But I choose not to say it because what does it have to do with wrestling? Where does it where does it go as far as uh, doing good for me to give this confidential information out of there? It's doing nothing. It's making me look bad because I can't be trusted with certain individuals. And that that's just where I go about it. I, I just look at the things as face value. I We know people. I know people. And if something is said behind closed doors, I keep it to myself. And some rat on the other side will let it go. And he, you know. But anyway, I don't want to get that deep into it. Um, but since it's my first episode back, I did make some trips uh, during uh, my time out. I went to Chicago for uh, All Out. And speaking of AEW, speaking of AEW, I went to Chicago for all out. I couldn't make Las Vegas uh, for double or nothing. I was so hurt, uh, but ticket sales went through the roof, and that goes with the conversation. But I do have a story about that, and what I would probably what Mika would end up doing is she'll probably just uh, be receptive of being the person with me in the room, and you'll hear the conversation about it. So, meanwhile. I do have a song to put out uh, from a Virginia artist because I do hip hop for those who are new to listening. And they had a song that was very entertaining to me, uh, which I hope you find entertaining to you. Mika just heard it uh, before uh, putting this episode out. And the artist is from Virginia by the name of A Nice. A Nice. And the song is called Where's My Shake At? So, what we'll do is, I got to put this information out there. I do this on my tablet. So, uh, listen to the song. The uh, links are for A Nice if you want to contact him. Go to Twitter at, at I am A Nice, which is I A M A Y E N Y C E on Twitter and Instagram. And you can check him out on Facebook, same spelling with A Nice Music. And the website is A Nice dot on universe.com so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to have a nice with the song a where's my shake at where my shake at excuse me where's <laughs> my shake at where's my shake at uh-huh. a nice <laughs> crazy for this one too I'm like no lime, usually eating what? Or feeding for something vegan. And tonight's the night I feel like beasting. Call the squad up, we going feasting. Where the menu? I'm trying to see. Take a minute, let me peep that. I see the burgers, I see the fries, I see the sauce. Oh, where my shake at? Let's go, let's go. 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 Let's go
Got my burgers, got my burgers, got my fries, got my hot, got my sauce, got my sauce, got my knives, got my shake, 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 got
I mistakenly went to was very close to StarCast. Ah. And the whole convention, and I, I, you know, again, we know people in AEW and independent wrestling that showed up, so I was very far away from that. So that was, like, <laughs> I did not plan accordingly as far as StarCast. I planned accordingly as far as All Out, so I could just walk around the corner and go to the Sears Center. Mm. Anyway, um, so I ended up uh, having some me time. Um, watching bad movies, <laughs> having Domino's Pizza because it was right around the corner, and and you know I'm cheap when I'm by myself. Um, I ended up going into a GCW event, which was right up the street from me. Okay, uh, two cup stuff. Ended up meeting uh, Old Man Sir, <laughs> Mance Warner. Have you met him before? I have indeed. Uh, Mance Warner was at uh, Scenic City this year, and I think we scared him. So. How did you that's, scare Mance Warner? That's, that's a whole different episode, trust me. Oh. You scared old man, sir? I did not. <laughs> but he is one of my favorite indie wrestlers right now. He is such a character. Um, so anyway, I got up with my man, uh, OG Kevin Gill, who's traveling all the time. A famous juggalo. Um, I actually met Taurus uh, without his mask. Okay. I didn't know who he was, but I recognized the tattoos. Okay. Uh, Ended up doing that, hung out with Homicide, um, and that was the same night that G. Raver had uh, bled out. Oh. And and Cornette had, you know, bashed him on his show, and, um, you know, that's when people start hating Cornette. I'm, I'm going to tell that's you. not when people start hating No, no, Cornette. no. That's like one of the times. Just, just, just another instance of Jim Cornette saying something not necessarily sensitive to situations or uh, uh, people. And him getting uh, the backlash from the wrestling internet community. Yeah, and also I met uh, one of your favorites on Orange Cassidy. I love me some Orange Cassidy. You like it freshly squeezed? <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> met him, met uh, Marco Stunt. Uh, Marco's good people. Yeah. Marco's funny. He's Mar- tiny, too. Uh, he is tiny. Marco t- Stunt is tiny. If you see him in a bar, you would card him, yes. But he's a full grown adult. Mm-hmm. He's grown to the size he's going to grow. He's insanely <laughs> talented, but he's insanely. The personality is bigger than the man. And his hair. And his hair is. I saw his hair like straightened. Yeah. Wow. Really? Another Scenic City Invitational kind of deal. And that weekend is crazy. Well, again, STI needs his own episode and we'll, we'll talk. But yeah, I saw his hair straightened. His hair is big when it's all poofed out and curly. But yeah, Marco Stunt is great. And people who hate on him, you know, for shame, for shame. I met the uh, guy who runs Wrestling with Unicorns Ooh. out there. Yeah, very interesting uh, character. And that's the one, and not, not to uh, toot my own horn here, but that's the great thing about what I do is that I end up meeting characters I never thought I would meet. Uh, aside from wrestlers, so that was great. Uh, shout out to Black Label Pro out there. I was trying to find Zilla Pro also in Chicago and also Shimmer, but they were not around. They weren't running that week. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyway, ended up hanging out with Homicide. Next day was uh, the event All Out, so I went to that event. And what's funny was I had my Uber driver uh, drive me up to the uh, pre-show party with the radio on loud playing uh, Tupac. Oh, wow. Playing uh, Ambitious as a Rider. Oh, wow. <laughs> a rider. 
Was that your musical selection or was that the the Uber driver? No, that was a random. That was a random song that came on his uh, Spotify or his radio, or was whatever. It, was it the edited version? Uh, no, this was the oh. full on version. Oh wow! Okay. You know, ambitions of a rider. So I ended up getting there. So I uh, met Chris Van Vliet, who's a great guy. Um, I owe a lot of credit to him because he gave me a lot of great advice. Uh, we took a picture together. Uh, that's on my Instagram, Sensational One, cheap plug. So anyway, I went to the event, met up with my... Oh, I didn't even tell this story. I got a photo op with uh, Cody and Brandy. Oh, and, wow. And it was uh, via my friend uh, uh, Jonathan Okay. and his dog, Solar. Uh, my man, Jonathan, he has uh, muscular dystrophy in Chicago, and he called me as soon as I got to the hotel. He said, hey... Hey man, uh, you want to come down to Pro Wrestling Tea Store? I gotta, you can be in my uh, photo op with uh, with Cody and Brandy, and I'm just tired. I'm getting out of the airport. I want something to eat. I'm watching an old episode of Impact on the TV, and I said, uh, "Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that." So I took the Uber all the way into the city. A lot of money because <laughs> I was I was you so were tired. Way outside the city. I yes. was way outside the city. And I wanted to go to Rosemont, uh, was it Rosemont to take the subway, but I was so, I was, it was so, so late. So, you know, you can't eat and lay down. So anyway, I got that and what's funny about it was I walked in with him, uh, you know, having a wheelchair and the the dog. I love solar. And I ended up photobombing the shot. Oh, wow. Cody and Brent, they didn't stand behind the backdrop. They stood behind the curtain. And I got out the way when they took the picture. And when I saw the picture, it looked like I was creeping in. <laughs> it looked like I had my eye in with the eyebrow. So you're just stalking Cody and Brandy via picture. Okay, cool. Or even or even in pause, stalking my man, Jonathan. Uh, man Jonathan I would have just left it how I had it. It was yeah. better that way. Well, just Cody knows who I am. Brandy knows who I, I am. I mean, they could know you're a stalker for all we know. Oh. You did it to yourself. Could have left it where I had it. It was fine. I was like, why, do I, why would I stalk Cody Rhodes? Why would you not? Cody's amazing. He's a talented performer. He's got a brain for this business. He grew up in this business. Imagine the stories he could tell about literally growing up in locker rooms and being around some famous wrestlers. Um, His time in the WWE, his time uh, putting this AEW thing together. Why would you not stop Cody? He'd be a great conversation. And you're still stuttering on AEW when you say it. I'm also drinking. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I end up meeting my, one of my good friends, uh, Flip Gordon, um, who I have known for many years. And um, now is the mercenary of Villain Enterprises. Um, like like I said, it was, it was thrilling to meet him. But the funny thing about it was after the photo, after the photo, uh, we walked out. And somebody saw me that was in line and said Scorpio. Scorpio Sky. Yes. And right now I'm running a post series and I hope the real man sees it where I put I'm not Scorpio Sky. Because this is the internet this is the internet generation. You can lie all you want to, but once you get found out by the guy, oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's true. So Unless you get permission, you cannot claim to be that person. I don't want to claim. I met him in New Orleans, and he's shorter than me, so it's like, I can't even do it. It's not all about height. I can honestly and truly look at you and look at him and see where people would confuse you. There are some similarities in your facial features. Well, they did it here at Russell Cade also. 
Yeah. Remember we walked out uh, after getting the tickets uh, for a Friday show, and we wanted to go to the bar and say, "Hey, Scorpio, you wrestling tonight?" And he got he got really excited, didn't he? Yes, he did. It was. <laughs> I, I felt so bad for him, and that's why I told you just just tell him no. Let's keep walking. <laughs> I don't even had the belt with me. I'm like, what are you talking about? So so anyway, um, I go to the show. I, I go to the show, and it was a good show. Um, I did agree with uh, Krista Joseph saying there was no real storylines going into this event, but I had a good time, period. Um, but at the end, with the Jericho and Adam Page match, uh, apparently Jericho won, and that was where a little bit of the bubbly came in uh, backstage. Yeah. But I had a terrible bubbly incident when a fan dropped their drink on me. Now, let's let's kind of go back a little bit. The like fan... Bubbly? Before the bubbly was bottled, you, uh, for full disclosure reasons, you're not a drinker. No. So, this person was clearly a drinker. Uh, I'm going to say that they were probably inebriated. Probably ain't the word. They were definitely inebriated. So, it was an accident. And as a non-drinker, completely sober... And in your nice clothes, I'm sure it made you upset. Yes, it did. So he got on he got on the chair and, you know, was chairing Jericho. He was going crazy for the Lucha Brothers. He was Latin also. Um, no stereotype. He, he was like, he was saying uh, Latin things. Hello, Mr. Cornette. Wait a minute. Don't call me that. I'm saying the truth here. Continue to so, so So when it came to that, you know... He he was um, the, the cup was a little full was a bit full running over not like mine right now no and it dropped on my shirt and he looks at me like oh sorry bro and I was like dude really so he took out two dollars and tried to shove it to me and said hey man I can pay for it I told him I said I just gave him a number I said twenty dollars so he took out like two three dollars like dude I don't want your he was strong and I said I don't want your effing money I walked out I was so pissed. The only thing that calmed me down was my man, Jonathan, who was sitting on the side in his dog, Solar, and he was so happy to see me. And I walked out, and I was supposed to hitch a ride with my friend from Wisconsin, and he left because he had a asthma trigger. Oh, wow. Because a fan almost fell on him in his section. And, uh, and the uh, connection in the Sears Center was so bad that I didn't get the text from him. Mm. So I ended up... I was in I was in the pouring rain in Chicago waiting for Uber. It took me an hour, Ooh. and it cost me forty bucks to go around the corner. Yikes! Because of, of the surge. Yeah. So I welcome to the city. Yeah. So I t- no, it happens in Baltimore too. Yeah. I mean, when that surge hits, you know you gotta wait. So I ended up going back to the hotel. I had to change my clothes because of the uh, after party that I got uh, from uh, Starcast. Uh, changed my clothes, went on went on another Uber to go across the city to Starcast. I ended up getting the Uber uh, share, huh? where you know, right. dropped that person off, and it was a uh, slightly inebriated older woman who just finished doing karaoke. Did she drop any booze on you? No, but she was hitting on me. Hey, she's a grandma. She she's a young grandma with little kids and. Uh, you know, tell me I look nice because I changed my shirt. So you got a ride and could have got another ride. I could have got a. I could have. I could have got a ride. I'm sorry. Well, let's not go there. I'm sorry, y'all. Let, I'm sorry. Oh. Continue the story, and it's 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 PG in this, please. Uh, well, you know, we were going PG. It was double entendres everywhere. 
So Drop Dr. All went to the uh, after party, and I have to say, and I'm not talking against anybody, but the after party was ass. Okay. It was so ass. It was it was uh, Joey Janela and Tone Loke. The Tone Loke? Like Wild Thing Tone, Tone Loke. He sang his two songs and was gone. And I had VIP. I had VIP tickets. And the VIP tickets I had was from a flash sale. So everybody had VIP tickets. Oh, wow. So by the time I came in, it was Leva Bates taking pictures with people. And Killer Cross just left. Okay. So uh, everybody was in VIP. All the drinks were gone. Ooh, not that you drank. <laughs> no, but I did meet my friend Cactus King over there. Okay. Which was great. Um, I got to contact him again. So it was that, but the real party was in the lobby of okay. the hotel. So shout out to uh, Pretty Hills XOXO. Ah, Pretty Hills. Yes. That's a nice group. That's a nice group of wrestling uh, fans. They go to different events, um, pay-per-views <laughs> and parties. Yeah. They were at WrestleMania. They represented it. I have a Pretty Hills shirt. I, I, I love them. Jinx and... Um, Keep forgetting Met them at Mania. I can't think of the name either. We'll have to go back. Oh my God. Please don't kill me. But I'm drinking. He has no excuse. But Jinx is my favorite, you know, because I, I like the plus size women. Wow. Okay. I do. I mean, like, you know. Just like women in general. It does not matter of size. Everybody's beautiful. I'm not going to go there. But. I just went there. Hey, there's, hey. I seen ugly babies. So, you know. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. The, Outside, uh, you know, the ODB van before that unfortunate situation was out there. I love ODB to death. She gives me hugs all the time. Um, and Jungle Boy was there. Jungle Boy's adorable. I, I haven't met him yet. We haven't really uh, I want to meet his hair. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really jealous of Jungle Boy and his hair. Yeah, that hair is fantastic. Have you met Luchasaurus? I actually have. He's... I usually call people names when they're that tall, but he's so tall, he might step on me, so I refuse to call him anything other than the name he told me to call him, so yeah. Luchasaurus? I, I Okay, alright, alright, yeah. it ain't that name. So, so anyway, um, we, we, uh, I had a good time with my man TD, which I will say. Um, so other than that, you know, other than lost money and the spilled drink on me, you know, I just had a terrible time in Chicago. And plus I had to sleep for about three, four hours because I had an early flight to get back to Baltimore. I couldn't get a 12 noon flight. So yeah, we want you out of our city as soon as possible. <laughs> but Chicago to me is better than Baltimore. It is. Yes, it is. It's, it's better than every place. The only, the only bad thing about Chicago is January and February. There's nothing bad about Chicago. January and the February. The weather visits Chicago. Chicago's the same year round. It's the weather that comes in and makes it, you know, not as cool. Again, my friends, I got friends from Chicago. They say the only bad thing about Chicago is January and February. They, they are not true Chicagoans. You never diss your own city. Well, Baltimore's not my city. I'm talking about those people who said anything bad about Chicago. Okay. All right. Well, I I got one of their numbers, so I can I can hook you up with them. It's a family, though. Let's not act like I don't have. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was my story about All Out, and um, also in the beginning, my story about uh, why I was gone. And uh, for those who have dropped out of uh, the Shy Lounge, I apologize. I hope lounge get, is open. I hope to get you back. Well, yeah, it's a lounge now with all the drinks in here. Yes. The beer and the booze 
folks, will be flowing. It's no longer a dry bar. I can tell you that and promise you that. You know, honestly, I think if we had a video series, we could, or if I had a video series, I could have guests sitting across from me drinking if it, hard liquor and answering questions. Let me tell you, right now, that's a great idea. It's like it's like hot it's like hot ones. It's kind of like drink champs from uh, Nori that that we could do, and the guys get wasted and answer questions, and it wouldn't be hard question. It wouldn't All be, right. Uh, RF video type questions, Ooh. but <laughs> she's taking another sip from that one. That's a whole other set of uh, videos, y'all. But anyway, um, I thank you all for uh, listening, and for those who are new to the podcast, uh, thank you for it. I ha- we're going to tape another one, and I think this is going to be a long winded one. The next episode talking about Russell K. Two thousand nineteen because the life of two media personalities is very very exhausting for conventions, and I'll have that as a feeder for you. Or a teaser for you, could because uh, just like certain women, they know how to tease and leave you bleeding in the moonlight. But Stop looking at me like that, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> take another sip. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love Mika so much. I'm sorry, y'all. This is this is your uh, raw introduction to me, and I'm trying to be good. Well, use lube next time. <laughs> Close the show. But anyway. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, on behalf of Miss Mika Villas, give all your plugs for people to find you. I am Mika Villas. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's Mika, M-I-K-A-V, like victory, I-L-L-A-S. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, it's the same. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you absolutely positively should because I post a lot of stuff there. And alcohol. Alcohol pictures, uh, stories, all that stuff. I am Mika Villas. Uh, I found this out because I gave out the social media wrong. I'm Mika Villas 50. Apparently, there's a Mika Villas, which is a place in Greece that is like a spa. I am very spa-tastic, but I am not the spa in Greece. I promise you that. So, um, But if you look up Mika Villas as a person, you're going to find my nice blue period face and hair. You'll know what I mean once you see the picture. Go ahead, friend request me. I accept everybody. Uh, so we can talk about wrestling. We can talk about this episode and the upcoming episodes and all the fun things that are happening in the world. And also, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram under Sensational One. S H I N S A T I O N A L O N E. If you ask me again, I'll tell you the same. Uh, Facebook under Official Shinblade. As for Mika Villas, I am the Sensational One, and we're out. I want to